Hey gang, Wonder Rob here, and Shop's here too. This podcast is part of the Geek So To Speak network. Visit GeekSoToSpeak.com for our full podcast lineup. Aw, yeah! It's time for another episode of We Love Comics, the show where we love comics, and you should too. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the new books for May the 3rd, and may the 4th be with you. I am Obi-Wan Vector, and I'm joined by Anakin Seabury. Seabury, how's it going? Um, I don't want to be the main DeLorean. <laughs> All right, we're going to change it up. I'm the main DeLorean. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm Vector Shan, and you're the main DeLorean. Let's switch it up, Seabury. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, this week is a little bit of, we had a little bit of a scheduling conflict. Um, the only books we were able to get to was the new DC books on Tuesday and the catch-up books that I've been doing. I'm doing my amazing Spider-Man catch-up. So that's what I've been reading. And Seabury got a chance to read Hardware Season, num- what is it? Hardware Season one number-, 1, number 5. Yeah, Seabury. But also, before we get into that, y'all know what time it is. Uh, new figure alert. Hey, new figure. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that is a Marvel Legends sleepwalker. It is Ooh. the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness wave. I don't believe he is in the movie, but sometimes they'll be like, all right, let's pad the wave with a few other people. Nice. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. That's that's another thing. This week is the week of Doctor Strange in the multi multiverse of madness. Seabury, I know you're seeing it. I'm seeing it. So actually, we can also do a review of it next week on We Love Comics. We can we can hear all about Seabury's thoughts on Doctor Strange number two. Yeah, I'm down. I can't wait. Yep. Oh, Seabury, I got a new figure as well. What you got, now, homie? This is an Amazon exclusive. It came up on the Amazon treasure truck. I don't know if you've gotten anything off the treasure truck, Seabury. I have not. It showed up on my phone. I said, all right, I got to get it. I got the Mangaverse Spider-Man Funko Pop. So this is the Spider-Manga Spider-Man. And that's why his eyes are so big. I was very happy to get this Beyond Amazing Pop courtesy of the treasure truck. Oh, sir. I know about the yes. manga verse Spider-Man. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Seabury. <laughs> <laughs> I want Spider-Man because there's a Spider-Man Funko as well. Ooh. You know, I love the it... Japanese Spider-Man and the T is that the, he's supposed to be in the next Spider-Verse movie. Ooh-wee. That's the, that's the uh, T out in these nerd streets. Yes. You know, there is a very good documentary on Disney Plus where they, they interview a lot of the original cast oh, from I that 1978. It. Yes, I love that uh, that documentary. Uh, Marvel 616 yes. is the name of the uh, documentary. Very good. If anybody has not checked it out, I was a fan back in the day, Seabury, because anything, you know, this is before the MCU. This is me and Seabury predate the MCU and live action superhero stuff was hard to come by. So when you got it, 
you held on tight. So I was also a fan of Spider-Man. Well, very good. I will hear about it. But still, I've only seen a handful of episodes and I've watched it on YouTube. I keep waiting on Marvel to finally give it an official release subtitle dub. I was at Dragon Con once in my life. This guy had it, you know, like a little bootleg. I should have just bought it. Because I don't feel bad buying bootlegs when it's something that people won't officially bring to America. Because I feel right. like basically you said you don't want me to have a real copy. <laughs> And I'll just take it. There you go. I'm like, if you don't give me that, because I'm like, I don't understand why Marvel doesn't like money. Right. Because I guarantee you, if they put out an official release of Spider-Man, it will sell. Oh, yeah. 100% Seabury. That is the tea. So each week, whenever Seabury has some tea, we're always going to talk about it. But Seabury... Yes, sir. What was your thoughts on Hardware Season 1, Number 5? Alright, man. First of all, let me let's get some credits in here because I believe in credit where it's due. Written by Brandon Thomas. Uh, pencils by Dennis Cohen. Legendary Dennis Cohen. Inks by the legendary Bill Sienkiewicz. Ooh. That's some comic book royalty right there. If you don't know, you just Google them names. Do your Google. <laughs> Colored by Chris Sotomayor. Okay. Um, now, Hardware is one of the original milestone characters that they that they had in the early 90s. And it's a similar story. It's Curtis Metcalf. Uh, he's taken in by this white inventor, corporate guy, uh, Edwin Alva. He makes all kinds of groovy gadgets and inventions for the guy. Then he finds out there's a lot of funny business going on. He tries to expose them. Edwin Alba frames him. And for most of this series, hardware has been on the run. And this is the penultimate, the next to last issue. Um, so basically, uh, he sought refuge in his other country. And this guy almost turned him into Edwin Alba. And Edwin had his people blow up that guy's home and Hardware and him had to escape, and the guys are paraplegic, so that made it a little more difficult. And then back in America, he has some operative. He's basically a Madrox the Multiple Man clone. Ah. He makes several duplicates of, of himself, and he's terrorizing the woman who worked at the company that Curtis was a little sweet on. <laughs> and, I, and that's who's on the cover, right? Well, yes. the uh, Depending on which cover you got. Uh, yeah, multiple man clone guy doing his thing. Uh, nice. And uh, let's see. And yeah, so like I said, you know, just a lot of little battling, him getting back to America. Edwin kind of jams his armor. Yeah, he he has armor, kind of like Iron Man. Hey, and on the very last page. Multiple guys just probably multiplies his limit. It's like, you want ever, you got to go through me. And Hardware, like, all right, bet. <laughs> and that's where the book ends. Nice. Yeah, man. Just some, just some good stuff, man. Um, as I said, you know, uh, on other editions, uh, 
I was reading Static back in the nineties, but then I quit. I dropped it because all the X Men crossovers, and I was using my allowance money to pay for comics. But I was like, hey, something's got to go. Sorry, Static. But I've tried to rectify that. Anytime they bring the characters back, I try to read stuff. Remember, they did some Brave and the Bold team up a few years ago. It was like Black Lightning, Static, and Hardware, and I think the Hispanic Blue Beetle. Ah. So, you know, and this is season one. It's about to, it's going to end with six, and I assume they're going to take a break. Um, now, you know, Blood Syndicate's about to start their season one this month. That's on my pull list, so I will more than likely be talking about that in the not-too-distant future. How are you liking this milestone, um, I guess, the current yeah. revival of it? The Redux. Yeah. Uh, Static's still my favorite. I just like Virgil Hawkins. Uh, I love that they changed his family dynamic. Like Now his family knows that he's Static and, uh, and ah. they're supporting him. Um, I love that Icon is now Icon and Rocket because it is a partnership. I mean, yes, Icon is super powerful, but He's not quite streetwise, and you know he needs <laughs> Rocket there to be like, "Hey, this is this is how this is how it goes down in the hood." And I love the kind of the dichotomy because Icon's like a Judge Clarence Thomas type. You gotta pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, and, and Rocket's <laughs> over here like, "But we can't even afford shoes because we're <laughs> poor and in the hood." Hey. Um, so I like that, man. I just like what they're doing. Um, now, I know the like they're dropping two more, I think, this month. One of them seems to be a redux of Zombie, which is a, another old milestone title. I was like, yeah, that one ain't really grabbing me. But Blood Syndicate, I'll fool with that. Like I said, um, yeah. really still hoping that that static film... Even if it's on HBO Max, I don't care. I'll take it on HBO Max, man. I just really want that Static film. And I know Static and Rocket have kind of been appearing on Young Justice. And I need to... Here's a sad confession. <laughs> the last time I watched Young Justice was when it was coming on Cartoon Network. The very first two Ooh. seasons. I probably need to get on HBO Max rewatch those two because I remember almost nothing then yeah. getting the three and four like I'm the exact same way man, you know I was because you know I'm the DVR of Kang so like when it was <laughs> coming on weekly I was like yep me and my brother like do you just let's watch it yep <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, you know I think the milestone characters are important I think representation is important you know we've We've talked about that. Um, yep. And they're, I mean, they're kind of inspired by characters, but they're not like, hey, we're filling in for this character that you know. You know, I, right. I like, now I need DC to print the crossover. There was a crossover called Worlds Collide back in the 90s where Milestone and DC crossed over. So you had Superman duking it out with Icon and 
Superboy like a rocket, but rocket was pregnant. Ooh. You know, you know, cause she like, dude, it's not like, do you not see my belly? It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I keep hoping. They've also published a milestone compendium that's like a lot of the early issues of these characters. It's like 60 retail, but I've been seeing for 30 or 40 places. I'm going to try to get the wife to give me that for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. man. Um, like I said, good stuff. Hardware, looking forward to the conclusion. Um, like, like I said, and I'm definitely going to be buying Blood Syndicate from the next wave. Okay, cool. Now, on our burn, borrow, oh. buy rating scale, what do you give it, C-Ray? I probably give it a borrow. Like it was good, but it didn't blow me away. But I get it. They were holding back again next to last issue. I assume six gonna be the blowout. So this was like the setup, you know, but Okay, cool. Six should deliver. Yeah. And I have been continuing my amazing Spider Man Nick Spencer catch up Seabury. I was reading twenty eight and 29 earlier today um issue 30 is where the absolute carnage tie-in comes in so i i read like half of that crossover at the time that it was coming out and then i forgot what happened i fell off so i'm gonna have to probably reread it see what was going on in absolute carnage and amazing spider-man at the same time did you read any of that absolute carnage when it came out sir no i saw that was Nick <laughs> Hurt my feelings deeply <laughs> when he tried to I do say... that foolish. Hey, Captain America was a member of Hydra all along, and I was a member of like a fool. Because if you ever listen to Black Nerd Power, one of the ongoing things between me and Richard Douglas Jones is how he doesn't like Captain America, how he's bothered by the fact that the U.S. answer to Nazi Germany was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy who pretty much looked like the Uber Mitch that Hitler was talking about. And I'm all <laughs> like, but dude, Steve Rogers is the best guy. Because he is. If you read comics, he's a really good dude. Then that happened. Now I'm looking like a dummy. I'm looking like an all-day sucker. <laughs> so... Well, I just been mad at Nick Spencer ever since. I'll I'll probably yeah. get over it someday. Well, the main Absolute Carnage was written by Donny Cates. Ooh. So the Nick Spencer did the tie-in that was on Amazing, but uh, Donny Cates was also doing Venom at the time. Um, so I I've, I've been kind of doing a Donny Cates catch up as well, where I've been going through a bunch of his like his image stuff and um, his. Marvel stuff, and I've been listening to his podcast that he does. He he has a sub stack, so I've been going trying to get caught up on, on Donnie Kate's stuff, because I've loved everything that he's done so he far. He broke my heart. But another one, another one that broke your heart. Because he had killed Lockjaw for a minute, man. Oh, yes. I yes. Like, no! I read, yes. <laughs> he fooled us all, Seabury. That, and that story was kind of like Black Bolt or it was like, what if John Wick was in space? That's basically what that story was, where Black Bolt was 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 assassinating people with his voice. See, Barry, he was shooting them with his with his vocal tones. Oh, see, I didn't know him. I was just like, 
I was like, he killed a lot, Joe. How dare <laughs> yeah, I was reading some interviews with him at that time, and he was talking about like, oh, what can I do to? And he was they, I guess they did at the Marvel retreat. He was like. I'm going to kill Lockjaw. And all the writers like, no, you get the F out of our house. You can't do this. But um, Amazing Spider-Man 28 and 29 were not done by Ryan Otley. It looked like they had some fill-ins. Kev Walker and Francesco Mana filled in for Ryan Otley. And they were fine, you know, serviceable. Peter and MJ are going through some stuff. Um, He's teaming up with Boomerang. And it's kind of the end of that storyline with this, the syndicate, the, uh, the sinister syndicate. Yeah. So that was cool. I liked it. I give it, um, I mean, it's hard for me because amazing Spider-Man, like I said, is my favorite book. So I'm giving them buys. I liked all of them, even though Ryan Otley wasn't on the artwork and I'm going to continue Seabury. I'm going to try to read at least five issues of amazing Spider-Man every week until I get caught up. That's a goal. I hope you get it done. And also, we all have biases, man. Dude, I freaking bought Take On Avengers. You, you think that's a great <laughs> book? No, but it looked, but it looked like a hybrid <laughs> of Marvel and Tokusatsu. I'm yeah. going to buy Avengers Max Strike, which is a book where every Avenger has a giant robot. Again, don't. I don't think it's going to be well written. Yeah, see, man. I like giant robots. <laughs> Gotta have, I mean, some stuff you just like, man. Something you just love. Like, I still buy Rob Liefeld books. I tend to regret it like that same day. But I do it. Oh, yeah. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. A little bit shorter on the lighter side this week because Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is releasing and we got free comic book day. Just a ton of stuff going on this week. Super busy with me and Seabury's schedules. So we're going to be coming back next week talking about maybe some of the free comic books that we read and perhaps a review of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Don't forget, you can always check us out on geeksotospeak.com slash network we're part of the Geek So To Speak podcast network along with the Sandbox Gamers Technological, and Geek So To Speak Mr. Seabury can also be found over at Cine Sundry on YouTube and Black Nerd Power over on Kazookian so check them out and thank you very much for listening to We Love Comics don't forget to share us with your friends and family this is a show where we love comics and you should too